At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Number two of the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Mike Pritchard here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Pritch, it is uh, week one of the NFL preseason. And, you know, just talking like, hey, you know, how much are you going to really dabble into the preseason? You know, our producer, Matt Santos, had a very interesting point that he made during the break. And that is it's almost conditioning. He's going to wager on the preseason to get into Mental conditioning mm-hmm. for wagering in the regular season. What day it is, looking at the injury reports, conditioning yourself to what the keys you have to look for before you finally pull that trigger and make your, your wagers uh, in the regular season right. in the NFL. And I think if you're taking it seriously, you really do have to do some of those mental exercises, if you will. Yeah. We hear report here for, for the Bengals and the Cardinals. Bengals, by the way, two and a half point favorites. The total right now, 31 and a half, very low total. For Cincinnati against uh, Arizona in week one. We know Arizona right now, at least in the regular season, it could be dicey to begin. No, D-Hop, he's going to be gone for the first six weeks. Well, they got another receiver there out of Purdue, Rondell Moore, that we're hearing reports that head coach Cliff Kingsbury, quote, wants to make him more fully utilized across the offense this season. That seems like Mike Pritchard territory to me, <laughs> right? Let's, let's use this guy many different ways not just, say, a wide receiver. What does that mean to you? Is that more of a Debo Samuel role that you could see Arizona try to utilize a guy like Rondell Moore? Yeah, I mean, it's an air raid offense. So think about that. Start there with Kingsbury and what he wants to do. So get yourself familiar as a better. Get yourself familiar with the air raid type of offense. Um, and what does that mean? Is that uh, we, we saw the air raid offense implemented a little bit with Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy mm-hmm. with uh, Terry Kill and the – the motion, the right. exotic looks and all this stuff because you had an air raid quarterback in, in Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got an air raid quarterback in, in Kyler Murray um, who's not really a pocket guy, even though he's capable at right. times. Um, but it limits him too, I think. So I, I think you're just trying to be creative, more imaginative, uh, certainly with uh, with your personnel. And I don't know what Rondell Moore is, is capable of that way, mm. right? Uh, but they're going to have to do something different. A.J. Green's not that. Uh, no. DeAndre Hopkins not even available for six games. So with the players you do have, Marquise Brown's not that. With the players you do have, you have to see if you have a player that's capable of doing some of those things. And I think it looks like Moore is going to get that opportunity. So it might not be necessarily look like 
Debo with handoffs and this. It could be the screens. It could be more right. like let's get the ball quickly right. into his hands and go. Right, right. More of an air raid kind of situation in which, okay, you're moving guys around or you're not set as a weak side receiver or a strong side receiver or certainly just a slot. Uh, but you're going to move around the formation. You're going to use motion. Uh, you're going to move the pocket. You're going to do all kinds of things from an air raid standpoint, uh, crossing routes too. And so – I think, like you said, I mean, if if you're more, you're excited about that opportunity, but you still have to execute. You have to uh, play at a high level that way. You know, we, we talk about this, and again, I was in Washington, D.C. for almost two decades, and I saw different coaches, the way they handle preseason. And certainly Mike Shanahan comes to mind with Robert Griffin III, where he didn't play at all. Think of this. The number two draft pick, Robert Griffin III in 2012, did not play a snap in preseason before shock and all week one when they stunned the Saints down right. in New Orleans. Here's a coach, Cliff Kingsbury, kind of telling you what he wants to do with a talented receiver and more. Right? We heard reports that Brian Dable doesn't want anybody having any looks at what they're doing for any possible tape to get out there for opposing head coaches to get a read on. Mm-hmm. Does this surprise you at all that, well, he's kind of not letting the cat out of the bag? No, it doesn't because I think what Dayball's doing is is coaches speak. I mean, eventually people are going to know what you're doing, uh, right? (laughs) You can only hide so much. How long does scheme surprise people in the National Football League? Not long. Week three, week four, okay, now you're you're done. Like, see, what matters to me, too, as betters, and and a lot of times coaches like this, and I think you can file it away, is do they realize that the league turns into matchups and it's all about your personnel when it becomes closer to the end of the season into the playoffs? Right. Do you have better players than the other team? Can you exploit matchups? Do you have favorable matchups? Because everybody's going to know what you do formation-wise, where you are on the field, um, what your tendencies are. If you're not breaking those tendencies, then okay, now what you're doing. So all that stuff at some point adds up during the season. And so where are you going to be different? I think it's incumbent upon the Cardinals to be different because they've had two years in which they've collapsed the back end of the league or, or, or on offense, certainly which, uh, over which, the season. Though. Which would you say to indicate that maybe the league catches up with it Cliff does, Kingsbury right. by the halfway right. point of the season. Right? So, so for instance, if you average 10 to 13 drives a game, let's just be conservative and say 10, okay. Oh, six play drives. You're averaging six plays a drive. So you've got 60 plays right in your playbook. How different are you going to be Kingsbury? I mean, how mm. how different are you going to be in the course of a game and calling plays, or are you going to be repetitive? Are you going to let that defensive coordinator get into your kitchen, mm. right? And, and so we see that. You see that routinely across the league. The Raiders fell prey to that yeah. towards the end of the year. Even though they're good and they made the playoffs, it was so predictable what they were going to do, certainly in certain situations, whether it was red zone plus territory. You kind of knew what it was gonna, the play call was going to be. So I think Kingsbury and, and Kyler – they have to be different. You have to be more creative. And certainly you have to be able as a play caller to get deeper into your playbook. The elite play callers, they know how to get deeper into the playbook and they know how to be different. It doesn't feel like Cliff's going to be on the hot seat, not when you're kind of married to Steve Kime as the GM with the owner. It, that's not the way they kind of do business out there. Right. It felt like Cincinnati Zach Taylor was going to be in the hot seat until you make the improbable Super Bowl run and come within the scope of actually winning the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So now coming off of that here, and by the way, Joe Burrow, he's got the appendectomy. He's going to be out for a while. We don't have a, a time frame yet on his return, but don't expect to see him in the preseason. So probably going to see a lot of Brandon Allen and, and Jake Browning as the quarterbacks, uh, at least starting off the preseason here. But let's look at the Bengals because a lot of people are going to naturally fade them thinking regression has to happen. Well, it wasn't like they were setting the world on fire until they kind of caught fire late in the year. And it was more conservative, if you will, yeah. and kind of relying on a, on a stud rookie kicker that really came through for you in the playoffs. It looks like the offensive line is going to be better for the Bengals this year. What do you make of them the year after the Super Bowl? You know, I, I like the makeup of the roster. Uh, all those premium players were 25 years or younger, right? When you're talking about Burrow, Higgins, Mixon, uh, and Jamar Chase, and what Mixon, I mean, what Chase and Burrow was able to establish is wow. incredible. Can they follow it up? I mean, that, that's the question because that's the league. Uh, they can't be like they were last year. They have to be better than they were last year. And uh, now have they done that? I mean, you look, think about the names you, they've added on the offensive line. They've upgraded that situation. Uh, so they should perform better. Defensively, I, I think there's some question marks whether or not there's some moving parts and uh, you got a safety that might be unhappy because of a contract situation. Right. And, uh, okay, so you're going to go into, that, into the year with that. But, you know, again, it goes back to that fear. Do the Bengals as a team, or do they do they have the fear within that locker room to fall back? 
or are they going to keep what they've established and keep what they've already started here? And uh, with that young team, I, I think that's going to be the case. I would lean towards that. Uh, I look at the schedule last year for the Bengals, and in key spots, they got the W, and they were on the road, whether it was on the bron- road against the Broncos. They here got in it Las done. Vegas. Here in Las Vegas, they got it done when, in key spots during the season. Uh, so to me, that's confidence building for a younger team uh, and something that they can rely on once adversity sets in this season. I look at it, too, and, and again, think of this. This is a 10-7 and regular season football mm-hmm. team a year ago. The Rams were the four seed in the NFC. They win the whole thing, right? right? So it's almost like, yeah, you want to be the one seed. You, you'd love to have home field and all those things. They, they did it the other way. Mm-hmm. They go on the road. They beat the one seed, Tennessee, in that first round, despite all those sacks they gave up. Again, the offensive line should be better this year. You know, Joe Burrow is a made man, it feels like now, right? right? But Zach Taylor, do we still – are we look, the Bengals' way is very similar to what we talked about in Arizona. They don't fire coaches. You know, Marvin Lewis was there 14 years. He never won a playoff game as yeah. head coach, right? So they're going to give you time. But I, I don't know if they're closer to the Super Bowl team they were or towards that 10-7 and seven regular season team we saw in, in the regular season. You know, it's interesting because I during the season for the Bengals, I was saying that they were the Rams East last mm. year because they are. And you think about Zach Taylor and you think about the makeup of the team too uh, and, and the roster and the style of play, they were Rams East. They were. And so you had two teams that are very, very similar in the Super Bowl. So and that, it, and that played blueprint, out that way, that right? That blueprint works. Yeah. Why are you going to change? It's, Why, cons- yeah. it's more conservative than people think. It's taking it's points. It's highly you- successful, though. Yeah. Uh, think about what the 49ers, they almost got to the Super Bowl with the exact same offense. That's, that's exactly <laughs> so right. The it, blueprint from an offensive standpoint, you're talking about Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, and Zach Taylor. The blueprint works, so why would you move off of that? Mm. They just get better and polished. And and I think, you know, you add the names that you add to the offensive line, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to believe in what they've established already. I think it's all from the same tree, mm-hmm. as you mentioned there, right, from from the Shanahan tree. And and to that end, and just a, digre- a digression, if you will, for a second, I think the Packers are going to play more like that this year. With a young receiving core, you know what you got in Aaron Rodgers, right. a move the chains, a, an improved defense in Green Bay. It's going to look different, to your point, right? It felt like the Bengals and Rams showed you it doesn't have to be flash. It doesn't have to be putting 40 up there like the Chiefs all the time, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to look different, but guess what? It's going to win. It's going to win it in the playoffs. might not be as sexy right. as what you're accustomed to, but it does win in the postseason. It's going to win in the playoffs. And you go back to your days and when you covered Mike Shanahan, one of the first things he would say is we got to run the football in the playoffs. Uh, and you you have to have that ability because, again, it goes back to Dable and his comments. Oh, we don't want to show people what we do. Mm. Well, run the football then. Be tougher than the opponent because that's what shows up in the playoffs, and that's what gets you to the Super Bowl. Very quickly, uh, with this game specific again, does Cliff Kingsbury need to be able to establish the yes. run more? Yeah. Because uh, that feels like the, the, the bugaboo towards yeah. the end of the, the year. They can't run it. A toughness standpoint because it's not there. I mean, we saw Kyler Murray sit down, and we saw him tap out in oh, a boy. game that was – tough physically. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, you, you look for some teams to kind of establish that and maybe in preseason, that, that's, that's the Intel that I want to see, you know, whether it's the backups or not, if there's a toughness element, okay, I know what that message is going to be all year long. Fascinating. So we'll see how it plays out both for the Bengals and Arizona. That is the week one matchup for preseason football for those two teams. When we come back, let's go back to Washington, D.C. and see um, if the new leader there in D.C. is getting it done in the early going. Talking about Carson Wentz with the Commanders. Come on back. It's the Lombardi Line on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back alongside Mike Pritchard, I am Dave Ross. We continue the Lombardi line, taking a look at some preseason action here in week one, fully of the preseason. we got the Panthers going to take on the Commanders this week in Washington, D.C. Right now, the boys from D.C. are three-point favorites in that one. Now, Carson Wentz, the reports out of D.C., not good. Mm. We're hearing, look. There's video. There's video. <laughs> some of the misses by Carson Wentz yeah. do not look good. And by the way, that number has come down to one and a half. Maybe it's because of some of the videos people have seen. A relatively high total of 36 and a half here for this preseason tilt on Saturday. Let's start off with the commanders when we kind of break down not just this game, but kind of the overall look for the season. It's been a, an offseason of turmoil. And in D.C., that's yeah. saying something. Because it's almost par for the course. All the off-the-field stuff happening with the owner, had to testify in Congress. I mean, it, it's a mess in Washington, D.C. Ron Rivera just fired Sam Mills III off the coaching staff, which kind of raises some eyebrows of the timing of that as you're just starting your training camp here. What's going on with this team? Is it a, a rudderless ship? It is Ron Rivera's job to steer said ship. Yeah. Oh, man. It, where, where do I start? Where do I end with this? Because this one... Uh, I'm going to put on my player hat here because I think it can be revealing for for better. Okay. Um, there's no respect for Ron Rivera mm -hmm. in that locker room. You're going to fire the defensive line coach when you have, I don't know, four, five, six first-rounders on that defensive front? Where's the accountability? Mm. Like, wait a minute. Is it the D-line coach really? I think any D-line coach could be a good coach with four, five, six first-rounders, right? That's what they've drafted. Yeah, or is it the defense? Are you really that in love or, or that, that kind of relationship with Del Rio that you're not going to make him more accountable for the defense and you're going to fire a defensive line coach? So in the locker room, that, that's not – especially with all these veterans. And Ron's, Ron Rivera, for, for what he's done for the league, and, and I'll give him a ton of credit because he's a great player and yeah. he's certainly a coach uh, and certainly uh, a trailblazer too, right, when you talk, when you talk about head coaches – He's old school, though. Mm -hmm. And there's a disconnect between old school type of coaches and today's NFL players. Big Fangio ran into that. Great, great, great coach defensively. But there's a disconnect from a, a connecting with players standpoint. And uh, to me, that's just a player in the locker room. And I know that's going on with these guys. So uh, we can get to the execution with Carson Wentz if you want. But well, uh, it starts right there, let's though. Let's start with, there. Yeah. Because this has to be, I have to theorize, this This is a Sam Mills, Jack Del Rio. We have a difference of philosophy of how to coach these D-line guys. So you go to the top guy, Ron Rivera, and he says, all right, bye-bye, Sam. <laughs> so it, they couldn't have worked that out before camp started? Because now it feels like, well, we're in camp. The players, this has got to be a weird message to them as they're beginning camp. Is it one of, if you don't, 
ship up and do it the way we want, you're going to be out too. Well, you can't get rid of all the first rounders. No, no. <laughs> you know who you're going to get rid of? I mean, well, they were the, fighting yeah. last year yeah, on the sidelines. We saw that. Jonathan and, Allen. Right, right. I mean, it, it is a mess. It's dysfunctional. It really is. I mean, you can start at the top because there's no leadership. Obviously, you know what's going on with the owner, but. Um, no, it, it carries over to these type of decisions as a head coach, and, and you want to be so old school that way that uh, I, I'm, these players are fighting that. I mean, really, the D-line coach, how much authority does he have? I mean, none. It's, it's more technique stuff and uh, making sure that people know and understand the calls on the defense. Where's the accountability, though? The mm. accountability should go to the D coordinator, and for the entire offseason – there hasn't been any accountability or, or certainly uh, any any criticism uh, that way towards Del Rio. You know, it's a, it's a rough way to start, but it's been a rough offseason to begin with. Now you look at the total here, seven and a half wins for a team that won seven games last year. Mm-hmm. Taylor Heineke was the quarterback. Now they bring in Carson Wentz. You know, he was there with Frank Reich. They had a very close relationship right. in Indianapolis. And Frank Reich said, your services are no longer needed in Indianapolis. And now you go to D.C., you hear these reports that he just looks terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else to phrase it, Pritch, that it, at least from the, the, the naked eye, it's not looking good. You're trying to walk into a dysfunctional situation, take over that culture as the starting quarterback, and I'm supposed to bet the over that they're going to – I know it's a weak division in the NFC East. At least that's the way we're perceiving it right. to be here, right? But, boy, oh, boy, I, I don't know where they are in the pecking order in the East – how is this going to work out with Carson Wentz? And is it too late to call Jimmy G the last remaining potential starting quarterback out there? I know it's incredible to think about what's going on with uh, with the commanders on offense. It's Scott Turner. It's Norv Turner. I mean, it's that whole number yeah. system offense. And so it's not that difficult. <laughs> it really isn't that difficult to learn, Carson Wentz. Uh, and how you are missing uh, a speed out route high is beyond me. Hit your back foot and throw the football to a target. Uh, but he's inaccurate. I mean, there's video out there, and uh, I don't know what you attribute that to. Uh, now, I will say this. I'm conflicted on the commanders this year because, like you said, in 2021, they won seven games with Taylor Heineke. Mm-hmm. If Ryan Fitzpatrick was healthy for an entire year, what do you think their record would have been with that offense? Right. And to me, it's, it's more about the defense. Okay. Right? That's supposed to be the calling card. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be the identity with Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio, right? So they win seven games. Was that – Taylor Heineke, ODU magic, was that the defense, which was awful at the beginning of the year, right. played much better at the end of the year, yeah. right? What are you going to get in 2022? I have no idea what to well, make of this football I, I guess my whole point is, is Carson Wentz an upgrade over what Taylor Heineke delivered I'm last not sure year? I don't is. think he is either. I think right. he's going the other way uh, because I, I think if Fitzpatrick could have been healthy, maybe you see something different. Uh, out of the commanders last year. Well, you know you're going to get leadership, team. right? Sure. On the field sure. leadership from, from but, it's magic. But also the ability to execute. I mean, Heineke had to learn uh, to become a pro player, right? right? A quarterback. That was a lot of pressure on that young guy. But mm-hmm. I loved his moxie. I loved his his uh, gunslinger attitude. So I. I, I loved what he brought to the table. Now, from a skill set standpoint, you would appreciate it Fitzpatrick though, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if you can appreciate Carson Wentz yet from a skill set standpoint and then also – as a leader, as somebody that these guys in the locker room, when they line up or they're in the locker room getting dressed, getting padded up, Dave, uh, and you look across and you see Carson Wentz, and you're like, man, we don't have a shot today. <laughs> <laughs> or, or are you going to be energized and let's, let's, let's go get this W today, right? I mean, I think that dynamic in the locker room uh, is in play right now yeah. with this football team. Well, I don't get it because if it didn't work out in Indianapolis in a one-year trial, which feels like they're doing another one-year trial in D.C. Mm-hmm. for a guy they're not committed to long-term in Carson Wentz, good luck. I, I don't know how that's going to go. I did like Taylor Heineke. He's still there. I wonder how that – is that going to be an awkward transition going back to the backup for Heineke? Sam Howell comes in as the kid from Carol, uh, North Carolina. Right. High expectations didn't work out in his Heisman campaign last year at UNC. We'll find out if maybe he gets a lot of run here in the preseason if you want to back the commanders that way. Right. Let's, well, let's, yeah, we're quick. I mean, let's yeah. give Carson Wentz some excuses here. He didn't. He missed training camp. Remember mm-hmm. the foot and all that? Um, even with those excuses, does that kind of change it for you as a better for Carson Wentz? And not so much. Look, and he had bad ankles right. last year. A lot of injuries. Right. That was true. That's going to carry over to the commanders. But we if, might see Heineke this year. Right. And if, if if this is healthy Wentz from what we're seeing in the reports in camp, that's not a good sign. Right. Like, if you're injured and playing poorly, I'll give you the excuse. If you're healthy and playing poorly, you have no excuse. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a tough road. Very quickly, I want to flip the coin over to Carolina, who they're playing in week preseason week number one. 
Let's talk about the elephant in the room. And I don't know if it's a real quarterback competition with Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. Speaking of a guy that might have to go back to a backup role that Darnold does, is this new life for Baker Mayfield? Is this Jon Snow of Game of Thrones? And all of a sudden, (laughs) he comes back from the dead, and he's got a job again. Is Baker going to be able to take command of that offense like we're asking Carson Wentz to do in D.C.? Yeah, I mean, you have one quarterback. Here's the dynamic. You have one quarterback that's trying to solidify his career, and you have one quarterback that's trying to search for one. Mm. That's Sam Darnold. He is done with confidence right now. Man. All right? Uh, But then you have Baker Mayfield who is oozing confidence, and that's what Carolina's feeling right now. Now, I don't know how that's going to translate in terms of wins or losses this year. I, I think it's a tremendous challenge for Baker this late in the process that come to the Panthers and play at a high enough level to help them get to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Some people think that that can happen. But it's different when you have him and his attitude and that, and that confidence level and that quarterback room more so than Sam Darnold. And so I think that's what Car- uh, Carolina Panthers and that football team's feeling right now. Uh, Matt Corral obviously got banged up in that uh, in the bowl game last year, so we'll find out when he's really available to go. But could he be the guy ultimately that they're looking at in Carolina if Baker and Sam Darnold – Plans A and B do not work out. No, I mean, I don't think so. Not this year. I, 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 we'll see in preseason, though. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he's magical, and uh, but that's the opportunity to where you can see if a guy like that can play in the league. I remember back in the Bill Parcells days in D- Dallas, they were talking mm-hmm. about Chad Hutchinson and Drew right. Henson. He's like, I got an undrafted kid that's better than all of them, and they're like, Well, who's the kid? Tony Romo. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a pretty good quarterback. When we come back, we're going to have Lou Finnecaro join the program. We'll talk some more NFL with Lou and also get his thoughts on UFC fight night coming up on Saturday night. Come on back. It is the Lombardi Line here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. football guide is out now and the NFL guide is coming in just a couple weeks. So start your football season off on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over under recommendations. Plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember the only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VEASAN all access subscribers. So sign up early and for a discount at $175, you're going to receive the college and pro football betting guides along with full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or you can join for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to offer to up your betting game. So go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the sports betting network. What a way to come back with Mike Pritchard. I mean, that is great information, college football and pro football betting guides. And another guy who does a great job here on the network is our guy, Lou Finicaro. You can follow him on Twitter, as I do, at Gamblu. Not just MMA, but certainly gave us great info during hockey season and also the NFL, Lou. It's almost upon us. Mike and I have been talking a lot about preseason uh, football here. Do you wager on preseason, or do you look at it as a guide for the for the big season to come? Well, first of all, Dave, thank you you to you and Mike and the uh, great producers at VEASAN for having me on. It's an exciting time of year. Uh, Preseason is upon us. I do not actively invest in the preseason, but I make no judgment to those that do. There's a lot of ways to make profit in sports gaming, and I'm not here to tell people which way to go. I I think there's a couple things you have to do, and that's Uh, perform your own due diligence in July. That's exactly what I do. And then by August, I'm ready to actually watch these preseason games. And uh, I look for specific items in the preseason games to try and give me a foundation for what's going to happen when September 8th or 9th happens and the regular season actually kicks off. Yeah, I'm right there in lockstep with you on that, Lou, because I I think – and gathering intel is is revealing at times because you can see a team that had a horrible offseason and nothing going right for them, and all of a sudden they're a surprise, but yet you'll be able to see that. Uh, <laughs> and conversely, right, I mean, it, some team can have a superb offseason, all this momentum, and then it doesn't look right. Uh, you'll be able to uh, exploit that as a, as a better as well. Yeah, I, you know, uh, Mike, really what I do, once we get into the season, obviously it's a week-by-week snapshot mm-hmm. of the NFL. But at this point in time, uh, for instance, here's the Rams. I take the 500-page 
Warren Sharp study in July, and I break it down. I have the RAM schedule and synopsis right here. I only use about 40% of what Warren offers in his 500-page study, but I read it all. But there's great information in there. What budget percent of the rest of the league do you spend on your offensive line? And then where does your offensive line perform? I'm a big, big advocate of studying the horses in football because that's where football's won and we're going to learn a lot about offense and defensive lines in this preseason as well he gives you uh, inf information what teams have more rest than other teams where is the game that you have four days rest and another team's coming off of a bye that has to all be broken down put onto a synopsis in a page and as you can see i'm still uh, sending uh, pigeons with messages on their legs here. I don't use a lot of computers. I write a lot of stuff. I'm an old saddle. But every person has to manicure and develop their own system and then prepare for success. Because the NFL is no easy game to beat. Absolutely yeah. not. They're, let's stay in the NFC West because I think you've identified a team that you might want to fade a little bit this year. We talked a little bit about Cliff Kingsbury and how it feels like the league always catches up to Cliff here, uh, Lou, by the midpoint of the season, at least traditionally. Are you going to fade the Cardinals this year? Obviously, you know DeAndre Hopkins here for the first six weeks, so they might come off a little bit slower than they traditionally do. Boy, Dave, when, when you look at what's happened here, I live in Phoenix, and you start with Hopkins being suspended. That that's a that's a mar to the organization that's trying to be focused and ascend. And then you've got this contract issue with the quarterback, and then to go and try and debate that he doesn't like to uh, <laughs> over study or overperform, over prepare. He shows up not only in a T-shirt, but the T-shirt says easy money. I mean, just a horrible, horrible look for a young man getting criticized to come and to try and address the fact that contractually everyone at the organization needed him to put in more time. And now, just the other day, Hollywood Brown, the other receiver, was caught speeding 120 on the 101. Uh, you know, one straw won't hurt a team, but constant distraction can be a terrible thing for a team. Now, when we look at the nuts and bolts of Arizona, we see that Chandler Jones is now in Las Vegas. Honey Badger left a couple of years ago. Uh, their defense is going to be a major question, and they did nothing to address it. I have real, real uh, issues with the leadership there, namely the quarterback, then we we tighten up uh, offensive line spending for Arizona. They spend the number one amount of money on their offensive line, yet the performance is 21st. Not so good. They have the ninth hardest schedule this year, and they face pass offenses much more potent than they did last year. And where are their defensive backs? So I really think we're going to see some major regression, not only in the NFC West, but especially L.A. and Arizona. Let's not forget, Arizona has a game at home against the 49ers in Mexico City. That's no home game. <laughs> they play nine road games this year out of their 17. This is going to be no picnic for Cliff Kingsbury and the boys in Arizona, and I can't see him making nine wins. There you go. Play the under eight and a half, as Lou is going to do here, minus $1.20. Yeah, it takes. It doesn't take a whole lot to hit unders. A couple things have to go wrong for teams to have the wrong type of season. It's harder sometimes to hit those overs. More things have to go right. Lou, let's switch the focus over to UFC. And you and I, again, shameless plug for First Strike, First Look. It's out there now. Pritch listened to it yesterday. Uh, great work by you. Breaking down the car here on a Tuesday. Now we move to Wednesday as we get closer to Saturday. Let's start with the main event because you got the Dominator, Dominic Cruz, one of the best Bantamweights we've ever seen against Chito Vera. Marlon Vera here, a solid favorite in this matchup. We talked about it yesterday on First Strike, First Look. Right now it feels like the betting market is going to the over four and a half rounds. Anything that's changed in the last 24 hours since we spoke about this, do you think Vera is the rightful over $2 betting favorite? I think he's the rightful favorite. 
uh, it'll be interesting. This is such a dynamic styles make fights. Uh, what can the question for me is what can Dom's legs do after two major knee surgeries and a long career at 37 years old against a young killer that's going to try and walk him down? And it, it should be fascinating. I think that the five rounds definitely favors Vera for a couple reasons. Number one, he's a notoriously slow starter. Number two, he's eight, nine years younger. You know, Lou, uh, quick question for you in regards of betting uh, UFC in, in particular, like uh, just shopping around. There's so many different ways you can bet. Like key factors or deciding factors that you lean on uh, if you want to make a bet uh, or make a decision on a over-under round situation. You got to fight uh, Landweir and Onama, I think, comes into play that way. It, uh, Onama and Landwehr is a very interesting fight. Landwehr has been put out a couple of times early, and Onama shows up, and, and when he sneezes, he knocks people out. This guy <laughs> has power. Uh, the issue with Onama is he can't spell wrestling, and he has a lot of development left. In this fight, if Landwehr can smoke and mirrors his way into the second round, Landwehr is very, very live. He beat a guy in Ludovic Klein a, a month ago that beat a guy named Mason Jones, and Mason Jones beat Onama. Now, all that math is really kind of convoluted, but I'm here to tell you that Landwehr is no slouch, and Onama better get him out quick or he's in for a really long night. Don't know if you know this, Lou, but uh, Mike Pritchard's been doing a little wrestling training in <laughs> MMA, so uh, we might have to see where his weight's at and get him in one of these cards. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Devin Clark here because I know I think you like him as a dog against Mirzakhanov here, and right now Mirzakhanov is minus $1.65. Do you think Devin Clark is a live dog in this spot? I do. I think Mirzakhanov's getting a lot of uh, respect for one win that he almost lost against a guy of uh, dubious stature within the UFC. Clark's been in with a who's who. He's eight and seven in the UFC, but he's carrying great momentum. He switched his camp to team elevation where he's getting beat up by Usman and Blades and Gaethje. I think he's in a real, real good position here. And that line is compressing a little. If you're interested in Devin Clark, I'd take him sooner rather than later. And that's a great way to look, look at it here on a Wednesday because those lines are going to move here before you get to Saturday. Lou, it'll be great to see you as always Friday for First Strike. Check out his podcast, About Business Podcast. Follow him on Twitter at Gamble. Lou, always appreciate the time and the information my friend. Mike and Dave, thank you, and good luck to everybody. Very good. Great having Lou Absolutely. on the program once again. What, what would your fighting weight be right now? Could you get down a light heavyweight at 205? What's light, uh, 205? Yeah. I could probably get down there. Ooh. I could get down there. Mike Pritchard at I'm 205. I'm on my way right now. I love to see it. <laughs> Let's talk more NFL when you come back with us here on the Lombardi Line on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you're going to earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? Come on out. Convert those BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resort properties located in the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM Map. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back alongside Mike Pritchard, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line here on VEASAN. And I know that a lot of times you try to plug and play. So like A.J. Brown, if you're the Titans, you trade him away to Philadelphia. You're going to draft Traylon Burks at Arkansas. First round pick. Plug and play. He goes right in for A.J. Brown. Not so easy, my friend, right. as the people would want to think it to be. And we're hearing reports. He's lining up incorrectly, running the wrong routes. Now he's practicing with the second and third teamers. Pritch, you know what this is like as a first-round wide receiver coming in. For those that don't know, how hard of, of a transition can it be from college to pro when you are a first-round pick like Traylon Burks with high expectations. Yeah, I mean, it could be difficult, but that's why you get paid the big bucks. Yeah. It's not supposed to be difficult, right? I mean, uh, first of all, Traylon Burks, there's no excuse. I mean, none Ooh. for not knowing the playbook. Ooh. Zero. I don't care. First round, first overall pick. Uh, you have to know the playbook. You have to know what you're doing out there. Uh, Todd Downing, the offensive coordinator, too, and what they want to do offensively with Derrick Henry. I mean, uh, this is a wide receiver's dream, especially a first-round pick, and especially be. with the ability that Burks has. So, mm. You got Robert Woods. You're going to be careful with that. He's probably not going to play too much in the preseason. So what this is suggesting to me is that they're trying to get Burks ready. Like, yeah, you're running with the twos, but you're not living up to expectation right now. He's going to play. I mean, he's going to start probably. They got the three wide receivers set. Sure. But they got to get him ready mentally. That's what this is all telling me. So uh, I I don't know when that happens. I I think uh, Vrabel, too, is not going to – uh, give him the entitlement that a lot of guys not, like to receive. Got to earn it, right? Or you got to earn it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, Burks is just going through it. But you would think, as a first rounder, this wouldn't be a situation. You would think he'd be ready to go from day one. Nine to one to win the offensive rookie of the year mm-hmm. in in Tennessee. By the way, that's the one of the shorter numbers on the board, right? right? So Kenny Pickett, if he gets PT in Pittsburgh, is the favorite at plus seven fifty. It's always interesting to me, like, what might we see here in preseason game number one? Now, the Titans are going to take on the Ravens. You mm-hmm. normally don't want to be in front of the Ravens. Twenty, They've won, covered the last 20 preseason games with John Harbaugh. But if Burks is supposed to be the guy they're going to feature, right. and he's not running the right routes, I mean, that, that that's not a good look. Now, I'm sure we're going to see a lot of Malik Willis as well. Yeah. And maybe those two can get on the same page. But you got to get on the same page with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, you have to. And and it's imperative. I You know, just go back to my experience as a first-rounder, 13th overall pick, and uh, we're playing the Rams first preseason game. Mm. I'm starting. Brett Favre's starting. Wow. Catch three touchdown passes. There's no doubt, right? Woo. There's no doubt. Wow. That, yeah, okay, let's get to the regular season now. He can play, right? And so – I'm waiting for Burks to have that moment. Like, obviously, he's not having it yet. But there shouldn't be a doubt out there as a first-rounder whether you can play in this league or not. So you're out there running with the ones in that first preseason well, game, right? Did you start? We, the ones in terms of On some that. of the guys. But, the the like, Andre didn't play, right. you know, guys like but, that. But so. for that preseason game, you were right. running with the ones. Yeah, because I was – I mean, it's the first-round draft choice. They want to see if I can play. And certainly that was the message that they told me uh, prior to that game. And, like, oh, this is a real season for you, right? And so I think for Burks or any – any rookie that way, establish that you can play, and then it starts to get easier for you. So even though it might not be the true ones in week one of the NFL season, the regular season, 
you got to put Bur- Burks out there right away, right? You do. In, in preseason, he, like he's got to be your – if you get the ball first, it's going to be Traylon Burks out there in that first – I would think so because especially with the questions that you have in training camp, if you can't line up right in practice, okay, yeah. we got to make sure he can do this in the game, that mm. scenario, when when there's pressure, when when that moment is on you, when, when it's a game situation. I mean, it's one thing too. I mean, and, and so we can get reports of players – being practice All-Americans, we can get that. <laughs> uh, but when you're disappointed, remember Jamar Chase, he was dropping the ball left and right, right? But then look at the year he had. Right. Uh, so Burks has time if you're looking at Offensive Rookie of the Year. But it's like Vrabel is indicating, and a lot of people are starting to indicate, hey, look, where's the urgency here? You, there's no excuses for you right now if you don't know the playbook. I mean, look, that's fascinating because, again, Chase did have those problems, but it wasn't a problem of lining up incorrectly. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the problem of running the wrong routes. Mm-hmm. It was a problem he just had a case of the drops. Those went away. I knew exactly what he was going through. It's like you can't locate the ball out the line of scrimmage because the hash marks are different. Like in oh. college, you're way out wide. Okay, you can see the ball. You can see it leave the quarterback's hands. Hmm. But a lot of times in, in the league, the hash marks are closer, and, you know, you turn your head around. Where's the football? And so you can't locate it and you can't pluck it out the air uh, but it was just a matter of time to where a guy like Jamar Chase was going to understand that and see that. So y- this is a concerning report coming out of Tennessee, right? I think so. Because the drops would be one thing, and you can adjust your line of sight almost, right. as, as you're pointing out. But running incorrect routes, not knowing where to line up, that's homework. Yeah, I mean, that's homework, and that, that's not ability-based either, right? That's that's homework, and that's something you can fix and can coach. Right. But it's on Burks to start to understand that. I mean, we, we love you for what you can do from a skill set standpoint, but if you can't run the right route or you don't know what you're doing, how is that going to help us win a football game? So they're going to take on the Ravens here. We mentioned the Ravens, their outstanding record. I, I do think at this point, betters have caught up knowing that while well, the Ravens, 20 straight covers going back five years yeah. in the NFL preseason, they're a covering machine. That's got to be weighted into this a little bit. I, I kind of look at it and go, well, now that number, it's over three against against the Titans here. You're not going to see, obviously, Lamar Jackson in this game at three and a half here at BetMGM. The total way down at 31 and a half. Do you look at the rest of the quarterback room in Baltimore and go, okay, well, you know, we, we know what we got with Lamar. We're talking mm-hmm. about an MVP. You know, Huntley got a lot of run last year when Lamar was injured. And then you look at, say, uh, you know, you got uh, uh, Anthony Brown out there uh, that's trying to make this roster as well as Brett Huntley. Do you trust that quarterback room and say, I'm going to lay the number again with the Ravens in a, in a game that doesn't matter, but they have an impeccable record in the preseason? Yeah, cover? you know, from an ability standpoint, yeah, I can trust the quarterback room if I'm betting that way. But I, I'm i pumping the brakes a little bit on Baltimore because of the injury book. Yes. You know, last year, it was crazy what they went through. And they, they were having a great season, too, when you think about it, before the injuries just caught up to them too many. Uh, they have a rookie center, Tyler Landerbaum, right? He's got Liz Frank, though, and right. he's got history of that oh. from college. And so that's a rookie center. With a foot injury. With a foot injury right now that you got to manage. And, okay, you know the Ravens are thinking about last year. Like, here's the injury bug. We can't get rid of that thing. Well, that running and back so, room just got decimated. Right. So so does he approach the preseason? To, not that not that John Harbaugh was running his guys out there to win these games. Yeah. It, I, I think it's more, I don't want to say coincidental, because I'm sure you're building a culture of winning. But you got to think he does pull back the reins a little bit and says, I cannot, if there's any way to safeguard the rest of injuries, the best way to prevent it is not playing the guys that we're going to see in the regular season. Well, look at that roster too, though, because here's, here's, I think, information for betters in the, pro, in the preseason. Because uh, as a player, this was what's communicated a lot. You know, you got the four preseason games, the dress rehearsal and all that. That was back in the day. But right. now the big cuts, they got three cuts now. Right, the big cut is August 30th. They go from 80 to 53, and that's after all the preseason games. Wow! So if you're the Ravens and you your starters are predominantly veterans, how much are they going to play? Right, and so okay, if you got all these young players playing, maybe Harbaugh wants to see these young players compete. Uh, and so with those type of quarterbacks, maybe you have a more competitive situation. I just think there's so many roster spots available. With certain teams, right? Like Baltimore, how many roster spots are truly available right now? Uh, but you got some young players that are thinking that they can make this team, and they're going to get the opportunity with three preseason games because that, that big cut is not going to come until August 30th this year. We talked about the Bengals early in the program. The last 90 seconds we have, the Ravens feel like the chic team to go from worst to first because okay. of the injury bug, right? right? Right. They have a natural excuse, if you will, as to how it went south last year in this division. 
Are you buying that? That the Ravens, you know, fully strength Ravens, right. injury free, running backs are back, Lamar is back. Are you buying that narrative? I, I think if that narrative continues or is consistent throughout the entire season and all their starters are healthy, then yeah. But if you look at the roster again, I I think this Ravens team goes as deep as 30 players. Oof. And if injuries start to add up again, then there's a drop-off uh, with the backups. So uh, it, it's that's the situation I'm looking at. Now, maybe Harbaugh's looking at that too, and therefore in the preseason – We'll see something different this year to try to get these players ready. You mentioned a great start, eight and three last year, and then you missed the postseason, finished dead last. The injuries did play a toll. Yeah. Obviously, Lamar Jackson trying to get his contract situation uh, figured out there in Baltimore, but it's a good, that division That's is going to be really yeah. up for grabs. We don't know the status of the Browns. We talked about them, and then the Steelers are kind of like the forgotten team out there. Oh, by the way, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season <laughs> right. in his time in Pittsburgh. So, good luck handicapping that one. <laughs> Prince, always a pleasure, my friend. My pleasure as well, Dave. Appreciate awesome. it. And I want to thank Lou Finicaro and Steve Mackinnon for joining us here on the Lombardi Line. Thanks for watching. We got you covered all day long here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.